not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. For those who find Christmas a difficult time, a difficult day, may God be with you. For those who find Christmas a joyful and exciting time, may God be with you. For those who find Christmas an exhausting and tiring time, (laughs) may God be with you. The message of Christmas, men and women, boys and girls, is that God has come to earth to be with us. If you have ever participated in a birth or held a newborn baby for the first time, you will know that what people call, very thoughtlessly, a natural birth is anything but a miracle. Sorry, it is an absolute miracle that a man and a woman could come together and produce a child who would grow inside its mother and be born as a living, breathing, thinking person is an amazing and miraculous thing. We shouldn't take such things for granted. The birth of a newborn baby is a miracle from God. But there is one birth that is even more miraculous than any other. The birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, the birth that we celebrate and rejoice in at Christmas time. This pregnancy and birth which we remember and celebrate today is absolutely unique and unparalleled from every other birth in history. A young woman is pregnant. She bears a child. Nothing unusual about that. But what is unusual and unique is there is no earthly father. Mary is with child by the Holy Spirit and gives birth to the Son of God, Jesus. The theological term for this miracle is the incarnation. The Latin word incarnate means in the flesh. God, who is spirit, became flesh and dwelt among us. This is the miracle and the mystery of Christmas. Over the past few weeks, we have been in a short series called God With Us. Taken from Matthew 1.23, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. We've talked about God being with us in the valleys of life. 
We've talked about God being with us in the wilderness times of life. And we've talked about God being with us in the storms of life. All of these places, valleys, wilderness and storms, we would consider to be dark places. These are places where we can lose heart and where we can lose hope. And whilst it is true and so reassuring to know that through the dark seasons of life, we can know the promise of God with us, the grander purpose of why God in Christ came to earth at Christmas is alluded to in Matthew 1, 21. You see, it was never God's intention or part of his original plan that people would experience valleys, wilderness places, and storms. God created us to walk with him and to enjoy perfect relationship with one another and with him in his presence forever. It was never God's plan or design that people would experience depression, chronic ill health, relational conflict, poverty, injustice, loss, grief, loneliness, desperation, death. Such conditions are the effect of fallen humanity. On a grand scale, they reflect the outcome of a choice and indeed subsequent choices that ignore and reject God's good and perfect way of living. The Bible calls this sin, and sin separates us from God. So what was once perfect, complete, became fractured and incomplete and distorted. We read about this in Genesis 3. Light turned into darkness, life led to death. But God, in his goodness, did not turn his back. In the opening chapters of John's Gospel, we read these verses concerning the arrival of Jesus. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The arrival of Jesus is the arrival of light breaking into the darkness. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save people from their sins. The darkness of sin and all its effects has a solution and his name is Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. The purpose of Jesus' birth is made clear. He will save people from their sins. As Pam sung earlier in her song, The Cross and the Cradle, and is so beautifully illustrated here, right from his birth, even before his birth, the cross of Christ was in view. The birth of Jesus was no haphazard event. The wheels were set in motion well and truly before his coming. 
in verses 22 to 23 of Matthew 1, we see a unique fulfilment of a prophecy. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. What this teaches us is that this very unique situation, the virgin Mary bearing a son who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, doesn't just appear out of nowhere. This historic event had been predicted over 700 years in advance by the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 7, 14. What is the significance of the fulfilment of this prophecy? For one, it validates who Jesus was. Jesus didn't just appear out of nowhere and claim to be the Messiah. He was born in the very place that had been predicted where the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. That comes from Micah 5.2. And through an amazing virgin birth that had been prophesied in Isaiah 7, 700 years earlier. So Jesus' birth validates who he is and who he was. This fulfilment of scripture also accomplished something very significant. Matthew says here in verse 23 that what resulted, what came about because of the birth of Christ was Emmanuel, God with us. That God came down to earth in the person of Jesus to be with us. It took the conception of the Holy Spirit. It took the virgin birth. It took the fulfilment of these prophecies to bring about God's son being able to come And live amongst us as a man and be with us and save us. John 1.14 says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. In the person of Jesus, God himself literally came to live among us here on earth. The most miraculous birth accomplished the bringing of God's Son into the world who would be our Saviour, who would be with us forever and for all of those who trust in him as their Lord and Saviour. We read in verse 21 that the angel specifically instructed Joseph to call his son Jesus. And that is significant. The name Jesus was a common name for a boy in those days. Many parents chose it for their sons because of its significant meaning. It symbolised hope that God would send a Messiah who would purify his people and redeem them from the oppression that they were experiencing. Jesus is the Hebrew equivalent of Joshua and means God is our salvation or one who rescues and delivers, which is significant in itself because in the Old Testament... Joshua had been a saviour figure for Israel, leading them into the promised land. Now in the person of Jesus, people who repent of their sins would be led into the freedom of forgiveness through Jesus. Those of us who know Jesus as our saviour know what a difference this makes to have our sins forgiven, to have God with us in this way, Emmanuel, God with us in the valleys. Emmanuel, God with us in the wilderness. Emmanuel, God with us in the storm. But most importantly, Emmanuel, God with us in the forgiveness of our sins. 
Matthew's gospel is bookended with these two promises. In chapter 1, we read that God is with us. He'll be given a name called Emmanuel. And then the very last words spoken of Jesus in Matthew Gospel 28.20 says this, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And in between these two pillars, reminding us that God has come to be with us and that God is with us always, are countless stories of the ways in which Jesus demonstrated what it means for God to be with people. And God was with us through Jesus as a man who would walk in our footsteps and experience everything that we can experience in life. He was with us as a teacher who would show us what we never would have figured out for ourselves. He was with us as one who brought healing and restoration, compassion and comfort. He was with us dying on the cross so that we could be totally forgiven for our sins. And he was with us through his Holy Spirit who will walk alongside us through all of life's trials, sickness and even the shadow of death and know that he will never leave or forsake us. To know that God is with you is the greatest blessing you can ever know. And God being with you is the most important thing you can know. If God is with you and if you have that confident assurance that God is with you, then you can handle anything. If God is with you, then no mountain you face is insurmountable. If God is with you, then you know that you can safely make it through the storm you face. If God is with you, then you know that even when you fail, you are forgiven. If God is with you, then nothing is too difficult for you because nothing is too difficult for God and God is with you. So the most important question I want to ask you this morning is this. Do you know that God is with you? Do you know the reality of God with you? There is no more important question than this. And I'm I'm not asking, do you go to church? I'm not asking, have you been baptized? I'm not asking, are you a good person? I'm simply asking, do you know that God is with you? Do you know that your sins are forgiven and that the Holy Spirit is in your life and that no matter what you go through, God is with you? If you have that assurance, then you have what it takes to get through anything life throws at you because God is with you. And if you don't have that, then nothing else that you do have really matters. But I'm here today to tell you that you can know Emmanuel, God with you. That's what this passage is all about. That's what the gospel is all about. That's what Christmas is all about. It's what Jesus came for. It's the very purpose of his miraculous birth was to bring a saviour into the world so that you and I could know that God is with us. This Christmas, may you know Emmanuel, God with us. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful truth that we celebrate and declare at Christmas time that God is with us in the person of Jesus. He has come to save us from our sins. And Lord, we acknowledge that we are a broken people, that there are fractures all over the place. 
and that we exist in the reality of a dark and fallen world because of the results and the effect of living against your ways and your will. But Lord, we thank you that in Jesus you didn't turn your back, but in fact you turned toward us and sent us a saviour who would rescue and redeem us and who would restore us to right relationship with yourself. And so, Lord, on this day, I pray for each precious person who is here today. You know each one by name. You know the story of each of our lives. And you sent your son for every single person because you love the world so much that everyone who would believe in you would not perish but know eternal life. We thank you for what a good and gracious and generous God you are. We celebrate you today and we rejoice in this magnificent, wonderful truth. Through Jesus, Emmanuel has come. God with us. Amen.